Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. PDR podcast. How you been? Hopefully well. It's a beautiful Monday. Coming up on St. Patty's, right? So last week, we wrapped up PDR training with our wonderful student, Shane. Shane put a Y in there, Shane, not just Shane the standard spelling. Um... But I miss that dude. He was a good dude. A lot of fun. Good energy. A dad like me, uh, in the sense that he had kids and he was a man. So, yeah. Um, seemed to really care about his kids. Valued family. Um, good stories. Hard worker. Um, it was cool. It was cool. I had a good time. I had a good time uh, uh, showing him the ropes. He was here. Was he here two weeks? Yeah, he was. He was here two weeks. Didn't train on either one of the Saturdays. We usually open up Saturdays for our students when available. Um, but uh, yeah, his last part of the first week, uh, he was traveling that weekend to fly back home to see the kids, and I was flying to go to Hawaii, which was awesome sauce. So yeah, so I didn't. And so, and so yeah, it didn't really matter because the guy's got almost 30 years in the auto body trade. But uh, no, nah, it was a good experience. We had a good time. Um, some snippets. We had a really good uh, interview with him, and I think it's posted up on YouTube if you want to check it. But uh, he he had some sound bites like uh, I, w- I wish I would have done this you know twenty something years ago, which we hear that from anybody that finally gets the real opportunity. People pass up on it, and then when you finally put your nose into the into the oven, you're like, I like I like a, I like what's cooking in there. I can smell it, you know. So um, and we are we're like the pizza oven of service businesses. We smell good, and you really enjoy what, what happens. There you go. Um, and then his second uh, quote, which I really enjoyed, was, these guys make way more than I ever imagined. Yes, we do. Um, deservedly so. And this is about the difficulty I expected, which is cool. Most of the time, uh, most texts will say it's harder. But uh, he didn't, which I thought was kind of cool. He, he knew what he was getting into. Um, so yeah, so he, he, I don't know, it's going to be good. He's, he's going to be doing some hail a lot in the Midwest. Um, I'm trying to talk him into doing his own, uh, his own gig because he's a mega body man, mega painter, and soon to be mega PDR tech. So I don't know, I'm excited. I, I, I hope that uh, we get a, um, a success story from Shane uh, soon. So today we're going to talk about retail greetings. Um, Basically, when you when you get a retail customer, and you can still be doing wholesale, but you come across a, a retail tech or retail client, I should say, um, how are you gonna how are you gonna uh, greet them? What are you gonna say? Because what you say is important. It really is, um, and how you say it. So, um, and this has been an evolution, guys. This isn't something that I popped up out of the out of the freaking you know prairie dog hole and said, oh, you know, this this is the best thing to say. Now it. I mean, people talk about this now. I've, I've heard some podcast business people where when they've kind of get it, they've, 
and I and they probably have a lot less experience. I'm, you know, I wish I was a smarter cat. I'll tell you that because I probably wouldn't have taken me twenty something, thirty something years to figure this shizzle out. But um, but yeah, I, I I've heard corroboration from other uh, service um, gurus, if you will. So I don't know. I'm 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 pretty stoked with it. So so anyway, here here's the the fruits of our evolution, if you will, when we greet a retail customer. Um, I heard this. Uh, broken down as the ACA formula by one of the said gurus. Um, A standing for acknowledge what they said. So basically, listen. So when people come in, if they're not talking, I, I ask them a question, you know, or, or ask them to start talking, basically. I, I don't want to say, oh, hey, thanks for coming in. Blah, blah, blah. Welcome to the number. No, no. They, the first thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up is I, I, I'm going to empathize their situation, and I want them to tell me what's going on. So... So listen to what they're saying, and basically it, it it says ACA framework, but I think it's almost AACA. The first thing I'll do is ask, how did this happen? And and the reason I do that is because it feeds feeds the machine with two two good uh, um, bits of information. Number one, it says uh, I care about you and I care about the situation. I'm glad everybody's okay. And B, it tells me if somebody else is paying for the 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 damage, right? Is it a two-party repair, three-party, or just solo concarne? Um, so you ask, and then you acknowledge. You know, you listen to what they say, and then you maybe you might repeat it back or whatever. And then typically, what you'll do is is the C part is compliment. You know, usually about their the process. Like I like to compliment people. Like you know, I was I got sideswiped. I took evasive action, or you know, um, yeah, I hit a pole, and I'll say, yeah, that, that's. You know, you got some damage there, but it could have been much worse if you wouldn't have turned away. You know, I turn it into a compliment. And and it's just, it's the law of attractiveness. Really, it is. You know, and people really, it works, guys. It really works. Um, and like I said, this isn't something that I just whipped up out of my uh, my marketing blender. I mean, I've been, I've been honing this little strategy, jeez, oh, decades, decades. Um, so... So after the, the, when you ask the next question, that's basically just the last thing. You should just basically move them down the conversation. You know, ask them about, you know, you know, would you like to get this repaired? Or did you have any other questions? Um, is this what you thought was going to be the, uh, the, the total? Or, or is this within your budget? You know, those kind of questions, all right? And I'll tell you right now, guys, if you run a, a busy shop like we do, or you take in a volume amount of retail, like 15 to 20 consults a day, you're going to get tired. So you got to remain sharp. Jog in place, you know, take some physical activity throughout your day. Because if you don't, it, it's not going to be easy. It just isn't. And and I'll tell you right now, it um, you you need to stay fresh because people are going to, they're going to find out if you, uh, if you're kind of just getting kind of long in the tooth and, and you just don't care, you're not listening, you know. And, and that's just important. So the AACA or ACA framework, I'm telling you right now, guys, it works. You're going to get more people trust you, and they're going to they're going to connect with you, and you're going to get you're going to get more sales and more dollars from those sales. All right. So the second part of this is trust. Trust me. Trust me. So you you want to get it. You want to get it. People, if they don't trust you, why would they spend money with you, right? Um, and we're going to talk about a couple different ways to to attain trust. To to reap the harvest of trust. Uh, number one is authority. Now, it, it's not easy to become or to be postured 
and and reviewed as an authority. Okay, some people are going to come in. They might see an ad or whatever, but the idea is they may not know of using authority. They might they might come in and like I had a guy a couple weeks ago with a model model X, and hey, you know what? I want to I really want to see some pictures of your work and stuff and all that. I'm like, oh no worries. And and right behind me there was probably about I don't know 25 30 estimates that were appointments. And and he's and I you know I kind of pointed behind me and then I've also got got review cards on our office and I've got only two of them right now with about I think six reviews and they're and they're you know five star of course so um, so we're gonna expand on that I thought you know how can I just make it overwhelmingly obvious that we are you know a well received well liked and trusted and authoritative business in in this area this community so I thought you know if I get them here. Already, I mean, I need, I need to pounce on them. I can't, it's much harder to do uh, over a phone call or even over a text. Yeah, you could send, you know, screenshots of your reviews and stuff, but you, I don't know, people look at it as, as th- salesy. It's almost like they want to do that part on their own, don't they, right? So, so but reviews are, are a strong way to get trust. They really are. Um, and authority, like I said, that's going to come from the fact that they're going to see that maybe you've done this stuff a long time. Now, if you're into this stuff three months, it's going to take a little while to get that authority, right? But that doesn't mean you can't you can't get it and present yourself. All right. So, secondly, referrals. Referrals. If people are referring you people, customers, automatically there's built-in trust. So, when you're working with your current clients, you want to prime the pump to get more referrals, right? Because think about it, they are gonna trust other people more than they're gonna trust you. It's not what you say; it's what others say about you. That's the best form of advertising, truly is. So, that being said, get referrals because then you'll have the authority and the trust uh, already built into that tight little package, all right? Um, next thing is persuasion. Imagine, guys, if, if you didn't have any, really, any real skills except for the power to persuade. I mean, you'd be wealthy. If you could literally make people do what you want them to do and, and that was like your skill, oh my God game over right I mean that that's there's a book uh, by Robert Cialdini and I think it's God, he's got a couple of them actually but I would check him out it's CIA LDINI and and he's he's of our time he's not like you know Plato Socrates time you know Greek philosopher this is this is a dude that uh, that is still uh, roaming the planet I believe and, and has written some really good books and they're on persuasion basically and I would really highly recommend that you you look into them uh, because this is one skill, like I said, if you can persuade people to kind of move in the, in the direction you want them to, success, you know. Um, I'll give you an example. So let's say you're at a restaurant and you've had a great meal or, or not and you're waiting for the check and all of a sudden the little tray comes and there's a couple couple mints in there. When somebody gives you something that's not necessarily expected, you sometimes feel like you want to reciprocate. So we've talked about this. We've talked about over-delivering. And if you can do that for your customers and do stuff that, yeah, they expected you to take a dinner. They expected you to, to take care of their pain issue or whatever. But what if you did more and you, and you presented that right at the time of paying? It's fresh in the mind and people naturally feel like they're in debt to you. So what I recommend, you, you can't just do it without singing your own praise. You have to say, hey, you know what? We really appreciate your business and we did your headlights or we added a couple more dents and took those out for you, whatever. And 
And the study shows that, that I think it was like if they did three or four mints, the waiters, they, they on average got a 20% bump on their tips, which is, that's strong. All, all just because they threw mints down, you know, $10 bag of mints for the month, and they're making hundreds or thousands of dollars more in tips just because they're basically just going beyond what people think. So, so this is just, it's the power of reciprocity. People feel like they owe you. And basically what's going to happen is if you can give them more value, more unexpected services, they're just going to feel like they're in your debt, right? Oh man, I, I damn it, Brian, I owe you now, you know, more than I'm even going to pay you, which is sometimes it cracks me up. You know, they're going to pay a thousand dollar bill, but they feel like they owe us money. And so we'll get another 10 or 15% on, on top of that. And that adds up, you know? All right. So the next one, next way to get, to get trust or to get, get more people to move down the, the pipeline in a positive fashion is consistency. And I'm not talking about consistency with you. I'm talking about consistency with your clients. So use reminders for your appointments. And you could say, you know what, I, you know, I could tell when somebody's in front of you, whatever, and, and, and they've, they've kept the appointment. If you say, hey, you know what, um, I could tell you're the kind of person that, that really values your car, and I really appreciate you coming in and, and, and taking care of this. And then if you followed up on that and say, you know, um, I did notice you had a few other things, and I, I, I know you, you know, obviously you're here to take care of your car. I, I would assume you want to take care of this stuff, but I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I, I noticed there's a, there's a scratch here or there's some wheel problems or whatever. You know, we can do those wheels for you. you. You've already kind of set them up to try to be consistent. Oh man, if I say no, you know, it's I guess I'm not the kind of person who wants to take care of my car, right? So, so that's just an, an agreed mindset kind of conversation, and you're just going to move them down the um, down the pipeline, you know, on the conversation. And it, it's it's just so important to do that, like I said, because then people will just. You're automatically framing them. This is kind of like in that persuasion mindset, you know? So anyway, um, next, social proof. Well, I, I talked about reviews a little bit. If you have that stuff up on the walls or you got it on your car or on your marketing materials and people can tell that, hey, man, you know, these guys are legit. Look what everybody else is saying. And now with these, hey, we're the best. I'm not going to tell people that. I mean, if they really don't know who I am, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, hey, we know we've been in business for 30 years. You know, thousands of, of satisfied customers, you know, but you don't have to take my word for it. Look behind me, you know, or look around all the walls, you know. I mean, hey, you know, that that's that's social proof, you know. And then the other thing, because there's always more things to try to give you guys value, scarcity. But it can't be faked. It's got to be real. Customers will sniff through bullshit, right? And it, it truly works. When people ask you about appointments, do you say, yeah, anytime? Why? Why would you do that? Why? 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 Can't do that. Cannot do that. How about dealers? Hey, you know what? I might need you for the service call. Yeah, call me anytime. I'm here for you. I used to kind of have that humble attitude, but then and over time I realized, you know, there's a reason they treat me like shit because I show that my time's not worthy. If I say, you know what, I've only got Tuesdays and Thursdays, I was always worried about losing that account. Well, fine, we'll get somebody that'll lay down the, and bleed for us. Fuck it. Go ahead. You know, I'll find another dealer if that's the way you feel. And it's, it's a similar thing with your retail clients. Your retail clients need to realize, hey, you know what? Oh, man, you only got two dates available from next week? You I had a guy call and say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going out of town. Can I come by right now and have you pop out a dent? I, I wish I could. I mean, how, what's that guy going to think when I finally give him a price? He's going to think, man, this guy's not that busy. He put, 
put down his tool and said, okay, yeah, no, whatever, you know, come on in. You know, I'm not that, I'm not that valuable. I don't have that many clients. I'm sitting here waiting for you, Billy Bob, to call me. No, of course not. Of course not. So, so there you go. And then last thing, compliments. Like I talked about before, there was a study done about compliments that even if people were paid compliments, I mean, you told them, we still forget. You know, when, when people are coming to talk to you and you're listening and you're complimenting, it's like I've said before, our business, it really isn't about cars. People think it is, but it's not. At least PDR people. You PDR peeps, you. What it really is about is people. It, it's just about people, making them feel good, you know, listening. Think about this. You know, therapists and, and psychologists, they're paid hundreds of dollars per hour to listen. And basically, when we have somebody come in, we are basically a, a form of a therapist. I always say my wife is the cosmotherapist. She's a cosmetologist. You know, she does hair. But it's not. It's the same thing as us. It's not really about the hair. And it's, for us, it's not really about the car, is it? It's about the person and making them feel good with the experience. You know, listening to them. Hopefully, they don't go on a big tangent about how their wife's a bitch or she crashed the car. Funny story real quick. I had a guy come in. Really nice guy. I think his name was Mo or something. Uh, Ashwanadi or something was his wife's name. They came in, uh, Volkswagen. Hey, we just moved here from Australia. My wife's just got a new job. And, and she was driving and, and somebody came into her lane, you know, on the street and she hit a pole, you know, and that's how this happened. And he kept looking back at her and she kept looking at him. And I'm like, okay, you know, hey, thank God nobody was hurt, you know, and I, I did the comment thing. Hey, this could have been much worse. You took some evasive action. Hey, at least you didn't go crazy and, and crash or something. You know what, this, this is good. You know, it's just a car. We'll get this fixed. Don't sweat it, right? And then all of a sudden, after a couple more uh, sentences or whatever, the guy finally says, you know, actually it wasn't her. It was me. And he comes and gives her a big hug. They, they must have set this thing up to where he didn't want to be the fall guy for it. And, I mean, I've seen people lie to me. I mean, later on it came out that they didn't do the damage. It was, it, or they did do the damage. It wasn't their, uh, their loved one. But this was obvious. And, and I'm just like, dude, why, why? I feel bad for the wife. I'm like, why would you bring her here and make her, you know, lie for you because you didn't want to be the one that caused the damage? And she's the one. I mean, I'm assuming she's here that she just got some new job. So obviously, maybe she's the breadwinner or what she does is super important. I don't know. You know, so I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's just kind of crazy. I don't know. So... Anyway, I just thought that was crazy. I've never, I've had people lie to me, but never in front of me with the other person here. That was just nuts. Hey, we're going to lie. We're going to tell them that it was you, even though it was me. So that way I'm not embarrassed. What? That's your wife, man. Come on. So anyway, and yeah, we did book the job in. So, but anywho, all right, guys, that's it. Hopefully uh, this uh, ACA framework or AACA, depending on how you really want to look at it, when you're greeting your retail clients and even dealing with some of your dealers, hopefully this helps you guys get more money, close more jobs, you know, and just have a better life. That's what this is about, right? It's about all those PDR guys having a better life. L-Y-I-F-E-E, life. So anyway, I appreciate you guys very, very much. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, uh, you know, you uh, got the grandmas listening to the pod. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, it's just been really good. We've been getting a lot of compliments lately from, from longtime listeners. Had a dude that road trek down here. I'm really sorry I missed you, Ed. Um, and uh, getting a lot of uh, feedback 
uh, stuff people want to hear about. So we're going to cover all that stuff and more. So anyway, hopefully get some more interviews coming up here uh, very shortly as well. So anyway, appreciate you guys very much. Uh, don't forget to rate and review wherever you catch your pods. And we will catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.